Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Beyond Walker. Pew. Pew! That'll do it! That will do it! Pew for Bournemouth! The roof of the Gold Sands is raised! Everyone here knows what that could mean to this football club. Hello and welcome to Back of the Net, whether you're listening via the audio pod or you're watching on YouTube. Hello, welcome. We're all smiles, as you can see. We're recording in a different location, but that's because we've got our star man with us here today. Tom Jordan, how are you, mate? Thank you, mate. I thought that might, might come, but uh, no, we have got the star, Neil Dawson's with us as well, so welcome, Neil. I'm the star. Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, yeah, good to be back, good to be back. How are you, buzzing, are you right? Yeah, very good. Buzzing, what absolutely weekend? buzzing. Yeah, I don't think I've stopped watching that goal. Well, how many right. times? How many times? How many different angles? I reckon I've watched it fifty at least. I, was, I think I said in one of the in one of our group chats. I said I think I've watched that goal more than all of our goals of the season combined. Mm. I've just watched that one goal. I've but watched I, it with the world feed commentary that Gary Taphouse. I've watched the Chris Temple commentary yeah. where Warren Cummings says yes. Yeah. I've watched all sorts of different vlogs, different angles. I've watched watchalongs on YouTube where there's mm. a compilation of different fans reacting. Beautiful moment. Yeah. Though, that's the like those are the moments that oh. that's why we go to football. Isn't Absolutely, it? yeah. That's that's what we wait for, and that you go to a lot of rubbish. But then moments make it all worthwhile, don't they? Um, obviously, we'll come on to it. But yeah, the way you win a football match, that's perfect. If you could just write it, it's just absolutely perfect. You think you've thrown it all away, and then you go on and win it like that. Literally, virtually the last kick of the game on that. Mm. So um, yeah, it was it was amazing, mate. And it's um, it's a good one to the Tottenham end as well, where you can just mm. see a whole sea of red just getting lovely. And a good away end anyway yeah. for the game, so it was great. And a whole sea of white stand up. There's that wonderful angle yeah. where it's from, someone shot a fan cam from above the dugouts, and you mm. see RN go ballistic, and then everyone else just get up and walk leaving. out. It's, yeah. uh, that's why we go, though, isn't it? For mm. those I was there yeah. moments. Mm. I didn't 
I didn't expect us to be winning, I must admit. I think on my prediction, I said 2 1 to Spurs. Mm. You were feeling optimistic throughout the day. Mm. Got to do a shout out to Adam Hensman, Steve's mm. son, who, who on a video, this did happen. He predicted 3 2 that morning. He did, indeed. To Bournemouth, yeah. of course. So, Adam, well done for that, my friend. But yeah, two wins in a row. Our first ever win at Tottenham. And Neil. We think it's the largest ever crowd to witness an AFC Bournemouth win. Yeah, I saw that. And we were just talking about it, weren't we? We were going through all the grounds that we've played at. And we've never won at Anfield. We've not won at Old Trafford. So, you know, so if you come down the list, I know Tottenham's is bigger than Arsenal, isn't it? Because they built yeah. it to be 1,000 bigger than Arsenal on purpose. Of course it did. Um, course it did. So, uh, so, yeah. And we didn't win at Wembley. And when we were at the Millennium... There was not, not the, about 35,000 35, yeah. in. So, yeah, that is the most people that have watched Bournemouth win Great. and the most that have been pissed off that we won as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Definitely. What scene? So, 4% chance of relegation for AFC Bournemouth oh, now. Hey. Six points above the drop zone. The table is looking good. If you're watching on YouTube there, you can see it on the screen. But, yeah, we're, we're in a pretty good position, Tom. Mm. And, to be honest can't really see us going down now yeah I mean I don't <laughs> I mean probably lose the next three oh sorry we know how the season's gone but no it would um, take a bit of a, a car crash of a run to go down 14th, now I would have thought 14th. yeah I would have thought so and that was probably because that was one of the ones a lot of people uh, pundits stuff were going well both will lose that away at yeah. Tottenham so mm. it was um, yeah I think looking at Fulham obviously it was, was at home at Fulham home Leicester away Tottenham away mm. no one would have said nine so yeah no. um, massive and, and obviously teams in around us particularly ones obviously below us and Forest Leicester and obviously uh, Saints a whole ten points below us it's they don't look good enough either no. you know, I mean, we don't look like we're going to lose every week and they no. don't look like they're going to catch us and get enough ground to be honest so I mean it went largely for us results largely went yeah because when I saw like Wolves and Palace obviously Palace beats Southampton so, but Wolves are, they're fine they'll yeah. be alright so yeah and even when you look at teams like Leicester, because when we went there, they haven't got a win in them. Yeah. But then when you look at their fixtures, they're, they're quite tough. And then you look at even the winnable one is Everton at home. So you think, well, if they win that, that, that sticks yeah. Everton back in it. Because Everton also aren't looking yeah. too clever after having a bit of a bounce. So I just think there's, I think, one more win yeah. without tempting fate. And I would say that's home and hosed. Yeah, 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 no, I'd agree. Superb. I'd so agree. This is what it means for the baseline tracker table. So this is the table where you should be getting points. And as we won at Spurs, we weren't expected to. We gained three points on that. So we're actually where we're supposed to be. You can see the teams there down the bottom. In amongst them, of course, Southampton, Forest, Leicester. At this stage, Neil, would, would you want to be making a call on who you think might be going down? I think it's that three. Saints forms abysmal. I think it's the three that are there. Not just not that's just not a lazy prediction because they're there. But if you just look at the other people's fixtures, I I still think Sean Dyche will know enough to yeah, to grind out a couple of results for Everton. I think they'll I think they'll probably go to Leicester and win. Yeah. Um. So I can't see beyond I can't see beyond those three to be honest. Mm. Um, I actually think it's going to be we're going to play a massive part because I've got a feeling that it might be between two teams to go with Southampton and Forest on the last day. Yeah. I think it could be Leicester and Everton, and we go to Everton. And I actually think because we won't have anything to play for, they could get something obviously yeah. home to us and they, they might be all right. But yeah, I agree with what Neil said. I think the Deutsch factor helps them a lot. I think they'll just get over the line. It's Leicester look awful, uh, Forest do as well. And what's Southampton on that base track? Can you just let me know what they are? Minus were? 10. Minus 10. Or we better put something in a bucket for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I tell you what, I can't wait. I can't wait for Saints away. Hopefully, we'll put in a good performance. And mm -hmm. uh, look, let's, let's talk about the Spurs game. We saw the team lineups at two. 
And it looked like three at the back. Yeah, yeah, it did look that way. Um, obviously, it, 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 Gary kind of mentioned that he felt it was the way to go because of Smith's yellow card issue as well. Yeah. And he felt that he wanted to go to a five in this game anyway, so thought it was a good opportunity to do that. And he seemed to say that, you know, Vina's been, it looks like he's ready now, He's it's taken him a while. So it made sense to, to leave Smithy out of this one. I was a bit, yeah, a little bit surprised, obviously, Tav on the right-hand side. And I was frustrated that we were just matching the marks. I thought, oh, no, here we go again. But, yeah, we implemented it a lot better than we have in the past. I don't think it's our best system. But if you're going to play that system, I think Vina's probably a bit more natural in there. So that helped, because I think he looks like a type of wing-back, really. And obviously, come off injured, but he... His stats showed how good he was. His mm. you know, successful dribbles and stuff were really good. I thought he was really good for the time he was on a pitch. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I thought Christie would play. Uh, good to see Tav back in the starting lineup. And I think theirs was pretty self explanatory. Yeah. Um, so that didn't surprise me at all, um, the way they set up. So yeah, we obviously went to kind of match him a little bit more, but I think that was also in the mind of uh, keeping Meps in for his good performance yeah. um, with Senesi out as well. <laughs> and yeah, it was a uh, kind of didn't. I, I wouldn't have picked a three at the back no. but if you're going to do it in any game I thought I, I did think it didn't shock me mm. because of the way Tottenham always line up so yeah this is what it is so yeah extra 15 minutes drinking time for you which is good mm. um, what did you think of the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is that your first time now? yeah first time there uh, I thought it was incredible can't lie um, it even from the outside it's got that sort of like Bayern Munich bowl effect yeah, to yeah. it and where it doesn't look like a football stadium uh, and then inside um, it's just it, the height of it the perspective of it everything the viewing points mm. I thought the atmosphere the, the roof they put on I think the atmosphere I mean they're not really going to get up for Bournemouth at home in, like they no. would maybe Arsenal or Liverpool etc but the you know when they when they did score and you know when they nearly scored a, a winner right at the end it was it felt like a proper proper yeah. ground so no I mean yeah fantastic football stadium can't can't knock it yeah it's lovely and if you're ever going to get a game where you're uh, delayed by 15 minutes you have to stay in the concourse and have another pint it's not a bad concourse to yeah. do it is it so, with them pints that fill up like that oh brilliant yeah, yeah loved it yeah yeah, yeah no, no it's, it's, I mean, it's an unbelievable stadium isn't it it's we, an unbelievable stadium we were all singing about Southampton in the concourse we were yeah they, they, they're not bothered they, about it though no no they haven't mentioned that at all no no they haven't mentioned no, it because they don't care one-way rivalry? No, of course it's not. They they do care about us. Okay, so um, the game kicked off and um, they scored fairly early, actually, didn't they? Yeah, what minute was it? Have you got the minute? I can't even remember. It felt... Because I felt like we started quite well. For, I did. Yeah, yeah. 14th minute. Was it 14th minute? Yeah, I felt like we started well and it felt like, oh, typical. Like we've done all right here. Yeah. I, I did think that, but it was that goal that I feel like... I don't know if it's true or not. It feels like how many goals we can see? It's just like the cutback yeah. and someone's there every time. So... Um, yeah, it felt like it was a little bit against the run of play, I thought. Well, I was shocked because their manager on Match of the Day said, we started the game really well and then yeah. we scored. Yeah. And then he said, and then we let Bournemouth have a spell. But I think they they, they had a couple of attacks in the first five minutes. But after that, it was us mm. penning them back and we had lots of possession. And uh, So I, I think when he had said that, I didn't really understand it. I thought the goal came against the run of play. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I thought, I thought we started pretty well. Um, so yeah, that was, a, that was a bit of a blow. And then I thought, and now we're going to struggle because we're in that set up. You know, how are we going to get out? When are we going to choose to maybe change something? But we kept going. To be fair, it didn't look like it really knocked us too much. No, it didn't. Um, I thought that might knock the stuffing out of us, but I, I just felt we kept continued that half really well. Perisic with the run and he cut it back. Son, almost a scuff finish, but it took a touch actually. Did it? Which I think probably yeah. had that touch not happened, Neto might have actually maybe yeah. gathered it, perhaps. But either way, we didn't we didn't sort of let that affect us because no. uh, you know, I thought for the second half of the first half, we were brilliant, Neil. Excellent. I thought it was really good. It reminded me of the second half of the first half. It's easy to say. Yeah, yeah. Second half of the first half against Leicester. It was exactly yeah, like yeah, that, where was, we, yeah. we had them penned back. We were playing all the football. The crowd were getting a bit irritated. Their crowd were getting a bit irritated that they couldn't get out. Yeah. 
And uh, other than that ball that worked for the goal, which is always a danger when you play three at the back, you stick it into that corridor of uncertainty yeah, between yeah. the centre-back and yeah. the full-back. Uh, other than that, because they played that to Son a few times and he cuts in and, of course, because yeah. he can go on either foot. Yeah. His feet, so yeah. quick. You know, so that, quick, I think yeah. he, uh, Chris Meppham, he was up against, and that was the save that Neto yes. yeah. made and Chris Meppham like, didn't know which way yeah. it goes. Yeah. Well, you just don't know, because he can shoot so well on left and right. So yeah. He's a defender's nightmare because you can't show him onto his weak foot. So... And that, other than that, I wasn't worried. That I thought if they were ever going to score again, it would be through him going yeah, into yeah. a channel and hitting one. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought we were excellent. Yeah, and it was it was the same as like you said that second half, the first half at Leicester, where it's just in that in their moments, you just think, oh, can we just take our chance? Yeah. Because we've got them here, we've got them here, and it looked like it was gonna, you know, we were gonna get to half time and not have taken our chance. So it was good that we obviously eventually did. Did Tom just say in their moments? Oh, you yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got the cardigan. We've got the cardigan. <laughs> yeah, it's fine margins in football, boys. Fine margins. <laughs> He's <is> Tom Parker. <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, Rothwell impressed me. And oh, only two minutes later, I think he spread it like outside of his right boot, put Vina in. Mm. Who, who then, like, I think it then fell to Christie. He just played Christie in. Oh, just over. over the bar. But, yeah. you know, that was a sign of things to come, wasn't it? But yeah. that, was, that was so good. Like, Rothwell's, like, growing into his shirt, isn't he? Yeah, well, everyone's kind of mentioned <clears> that, how he's just going about his job really, really well. Not like, um, he's not bagging in goals or something, but he's just, he, the balance looks better. And like, I feel for Lewis, because I don't want it to be like a criticism of Lewis Cook, but I do feel we look better without Lewis. And Lewis was one of our, technically, our best players, yeah, yeah. you would say. But it just feels like there's more of a balance with them three. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if... I've, I've said this about Lewis before. I don't know if sometimes I'm not really sure what his role is at mm. times. I'm not sure if he's better sitting in front of the back four, picking the ball up because he can spray good passes. If he wants to be a little bit higher up, so Lerma protects, I'm never really sure. Mm. And it always feels like, what's his role? Whereas Rothwell, I just think, is busy, yeah. gets about the place. Yeah. And he, he always looks progressive with his passing, which I like. Yeah, he always yeah. looks forward. Rothwell's better in the final third. So I think Lewis Cook is exactly what you say. If he, if he, if Lerma wasn't there and Lewis Cook yeah. sat in front of the back four and sprayed it yeah. around, he wouldn't offer the protection Lerma does. That's, no. that's his downside there. But similarly, when Lerma does play, I always thought we had two people too deep. Yeah. And Rothwell's ability to get around and move the ball a bit seems to work yeah. really well. And... I mean, he's only really played a couple of games, hasn't he? Yes, yeah. yeah, and he's yeah, and the, the form has been better with him. But yeah, he is a, he's a little bit more like, he's not quite, but a little bit more like your old school kind of box to box. Like yeah, he, yeah. he kind of just is happy to do both roles. And like you say, maybe when you got Lerma and Lewis, as much as they're both good players, you just think oh, there's not enough going forward now because yeah. they're both just sat, they both want to sit there. So yeah, a bit Harry Arter esque, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Without the, we haven't seen him yeah, ping a shot. We haven't no. seen him thump a shot yet. No, but, I'd like to see that. But he, he must have goals in him because he got quite a few for Did, Blackburn. Yeah. So uh, I don't know whether they were long shots or what, but um, he reminds me a bit of Harry Arter the way mm. he gets about the pitch. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah no, he's been good. A tavernier had a shot. Almost identical to Fulham, where he cut back yeah. on his left foot, and it was ben, a good yeah. save by the keeper. But then moments later, we do score and. I tell you what, one thing I didn't realise is like how quick Vina is. No. Like because I think firstly he intercepts the ball on the on their right hand side where they're trying to play it out. And then Billing gets a touch, but then Solanke stabs it forward to mm. Vina and I thought he maybe put too much on it. Mm. And if you freeze frame it, you think, you know, Larice is surely going to win that. Yeah. But, like, over that short amount of distance, like 10 metres or whatever it was, he was rapid. Mm. Yeah. And then to have that composure as well, I thought that finish was unbelievable. And he'd not scored for two years. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah oh my God. <laughs> so he'd not scored for two years and we're watching him on his first game thinking this, this guy... This, he can finish. This guy can finish. Yeah. And I think everyone in Rome's going, oh, we haven't seen that before. But, um, so a cultured little ding, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, a really, it was a really, really cultured thing. It was a goal, goal scorer's yeah. goal, not a full-backs goal. But yeah, I wondered if Lloris... 
misjudged it. I thought he thought it was coming through to him. Then he went to go for it. And then I thought by that stage it was too late, wasn't mm-hmm. it? But the but what was really clever was the ball. Was it Solanke's ball yeah, through Solanke, to him? Yeah. Because Solanke obviously has been getting bits of stick from people, which I think is unjustified. But uh, very clever ball from Solanke. Mm. It was, yeah. Really? And he had a great half in. He deserved that, didn't he? And you saw his average position. That was so for, high, isn't it? Unbelievable. We'll take a look at the average positions now. So if you're listening, take a look at YouTube to see that. Blimey. You can see Spurs. But mm. then here are the Bournemouth ones as well. How high is that? I mean, almost level with Dom. Well, that's the and that's the, also the difference when you look at that is because we, we mentioned about oh he's gone to a back five that that the, the way we played in that first half it was a three not a five yeah a lot of the time because Tav was coming inside when he obviously left footed it's so he was coming yeah. playing it? yeah and it was but but Vina was bombing on so much he was looking at that space and and bombing on really well so yeah it was and that's the only advantage when you do do a three and Kelly's the left side centre back because he is good in that role. Yeah. And he's happy because he's he's played left back so many times, played centre back. So he's happy to cover that space and let Vinia go. And like you say, Vinia's legs helped as well. But he earned that goal because I thought he was he impressed me a lot. I didn't obviously we don't know how good he is. So um, yeah, I was really really pleased with with how he played. So and that was our main attacking side. I mean, you can see that yeah. everyone is like gravitating towards that left side. Like Tavernier yeah. kept coming in. Mm. Well, but, he would. Yeah, yeah. Because he's on he was on the wrong foot. Was yeah, yeah. he was the person that suffered from the from from the yes. formations. Yeah. He, he did a job for the team, but we didn't see the best of him. No. No. But I mean, we've had the debate on here about three and five at the back countless times. There's yeah, nothing wrong with it as a formation, yeah. as long as you play it yeah. with attack-minded players that get high up the pitch because you've got, effectively, you've got less defenders. So it is an attacking formation. But when you play it with two full-backs, yes. you naturally gravitate backwards yeah. and haven't got that ability like Vigne and Tavernier have to... I mean, Vigne was beating people like a winger. Yeah. Yeah. Tavernier, we know, can do that. But if you're playing people like Rico or Kelly or Smith there, they, yeah. they won't go past people like a winger. They'll just chug up and down, won't they? And that's the that's the difference. And it quickly falls into them being a flat-back five. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it? So, yeah, that was that was definitely the difference. And maybe it was, like I said, probably was the, the, the wing-backs that we had available. It was the personnel well, that they were very attack-minded. So it allowed it to be a free and it was, it was fine. I wouldn't mind fact- seeing it again with that personnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed, yeah. yeah. I love that you're making yourself well at home here. Oh, it is. Just, 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 we you know, won, mate. Yeah, I don't just, care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put your feet. Um, I suppose, so what, that goal was scored on 37-38. Uh, you go down on 38. Did you see it? I saw it, mate. Did you? Yeah, well I think done. It must have went in on 37 because I well, saw it. Yeah, well, um, so then I didn't get in until later than normal. But So did you miss that Ryan Christie yellow card? Yes, I did. Did I've you see that? Yeah, that. I saw it. Do not I, get me started on that. I haven't seen a replay of that yet. It drives me. I've, seen, I've seen. If you watch the alternate angle on the club website, you'll see yeah. it. It is outrageous. Yeah. So, firstly, he was barged into. So, there's a yeah. question: Was it a penalty? I'd have been gutted if that had been given against us. Agree, so, I accept yeah. it's not a penalty. But the lad was, you know, had a had a full size guy go into him at full pace, and like anyone, he fell over. Yeah. He didn't wave his arms in the air. He didn't appeal. He didn't scream. He just fell over. Yeah. And the referee had the card out of his pocket. Before he'd even hit the ground, he got. If that was Harry Kane oh. who, with his like little attempt to win a penalty in the second half, because yeah. it's King Harry or whatever you want, Harry. But booked because of it. Booked, yeah, it's crazy. Booked. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen it bad. It almost looks like as well, like, like Neil said, the ref's got his card out so quickly. Yeah. It almost looks like Christie's running up to the ref to go. I'm not even claiming, mate. No, I'm not claiming yeah. for a he penalty. Even, I just. He, I didn't, got even, he yeah. didn't put his hand. He didn't even spin no. round and look at the ref. He just. 
fell over. Yeah, because he got nudged in the back. Yeah. Like he's, madness. Yeah, absolutely was... madness. So I don't know whether you can appeal things like that or whether you just don't bother these days. Just because no. I don't think Christie's on that many bookings. So no, it's for big, like but say, it's just but mental. Then things can change because then Christie, you know, he's got to worry about his, he can't make a foul now. Yeah, you know, so it could end up, you know, really going against you. Obviously, it didn't matter in the end. But yeah, it was I didn't see it at the time, but seen it back. Harry that Kane, that was a penalty. Oh, every, every day of the week. Yeah, that'd been Harry Kane. That'd yeah, been a penalty because he he was he was gone into with some force. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, on to the second half, and uh, the substitution forced through injury was it? Well, yeah, Vina and Adam yeah. Smith came on. Yeah. So, what did that do to the formation? Well, then? Smith, well uh, Tav switched sides, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, so it wasn't it was probably better for him. Yeah, it didn't change too much. Actually, weirdly, as we'll come on to, Tavernier then makes the the second goal from that yeah, left hand yeah. side. So, um, weirdly, kind of worked in that. I mean, to be fair, the, the way the game was going, one all, it was a blow to lose Vina, but I was quite comfortable with Smithy coming on and Tav going over to a bit more of an actual side. It didn't it didn't feel like it changed too much. Obviously the game state changed because we got the goal quickly after. But um yeah, he obviously I was just more thinking don't get a yellow Smithy. Yeah. He's now only got to get through one game. Oh god. Yeah. And then he won't get his ban. So, so um hopefully it'll be Sorry right. to ask the same question every week, but did you see the, that goal? Did you see the next one? No. I'm there at half time, god. everyone's everyone's coming up to me going. Why go to did football? Did you see the goal? I'm going, I saw the goal, I saw the goal and then I missed the next one. We yeah. noticed you missed it. Oh, I only just missed it. You missed it. Oh. But um fifty one. Fifty-one minutes. Yeah, that's bad. That's that. bad. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realise that. But that's because I went down later because of Vinya's goal. Unbelievable. Um, I was close to going up. I saw the figure see on the vlog. I'm kind of walking back as it went in. So, um, yeah. But really? I've obviously seen it back in that. And that was another one that I thought was actually quite a clever finish from Dom. Yeah, yeah, quite yeah a Clever little yeah, poke. Yeah. Tav gets through really well and just bundles yeah. his way through, yeah. doesn't he? But yeah, chuff for Dom. Yeah. Absolutely. Not too dissimilar to Vinya's. No, just not really. A little lift, just a little lift over the keeper. Tavernier did a lot of decent work on the left to to create it, and uh, I know we should give an honourable honourable mention to Davison Sanchez bad. because uh, obviously he came on and it was his it was his vision to see Solanke and uh, and sidefoot it his way. Spurs fans at the train station afterwards were. Yeah, well, like incandescent with range. About. They didn't. They didn't think uh, he was going to continue his run. I think, and he thought it was just going to be yeah. gathered by Lloris. Yeah. He thought that little nudge, which I can understand, but, but great, he, great he, finish. He literally come on Sanchez, didn't he? Um, when they were were they ahead when he come on? Yeah, um, and then he then he came on. Went, we, they went beyond. They took him off again. They took him off again. Um, he, I, I didn't realize he that was time. booed on, which I, I didn't realize either, and no. cheered off. So and then and then he was in tears on the bench, which, yes. is, which is a shame. Yeah, I've seen that since. But yeah. I think when you're there and you're in the away, you don't really realise all that's going on. I saw afterwards that he was yeah. getting a didn't really yeah appreciate how much stick. I know that he's not had a very good season. He's not. They don't really trust him there. But uh, yeah, that was that was a shame because he yeah he obviously had one of them games. You never. It's very rare when you see someone come on and come yeah. back off again, yeah. isn't it? But. Yeah. So an assist for Dom, a goal for Dom, two assists, for and, Dom, yeah. and then one later on in the game that we'll come on to. Which um, when you look at the combined goals and assists, he's not doing too bad. He's got eleven, mm. more than the likes of Brennan Johnson, McAllister <laughs> for Brighton, Elise, mm. Trossard, James Ward-Prowse. Is yeah. you know in in that regard, his figures aren't particularly bad. But he has got a lot of criticism because of his uh, lack of finishing recently. But his work rate, it certainly. Like paid off in that game. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's no, really we, haven't, we haven't got anyone better. I don't understand. What, no, I can understand it if he was keeping someone out of the side. Yeah. Because we've seen that before, where we've had players not playing, and we've moaned about the one that is because we want someone to come in. Yeah. There's no one that can do the job he does. Um, he's playing in a team that, up until recently, didn't create many chances at all. 
and he's playing up front on his own. And you know, got people saying, "Oh, they should play Kiefer Moore. They should play Semenyo." They would not do no. the job that. They, and, and when Don was out, we, get we were awful. We, yeah, didn't, we, yeah. we didn't, you know. So I just think, you know, if he if he had all of his attributes and was a natural finisher, he wouldn't be with us. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I so, totally agree. He's, yeah. I, I love Dom, and yeah, he's unfortunately when you're the centre forward in the team that when we were struggling really badly, it's going to get. And I I think that because we create we in that spell we're creating so little. Every time he misses one chance, it's highlighted. Yeah. It's highlighted so much more because we're only getting two chances a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do feel for him. So I'm really, really pleased with their numbers at the weekend. But I, I think similarly with, well, I've said it about Smithy. People yeah. have a go at Smith and I'm going, but Fredericks out, for example, I haven't seen a lot of Fredericks. You're really telling me Jack Stacey's a better defender than Adam Smith? No chance. No chance. Yeah. So, yeah, when people are saying Smithy's done and stuff, I'm going, we ain't got a better option. Like, it would, if we had a really good right back sat on the bench, I'd go, okay, maybe I can see that point. But I think it's the same with Smithy. I don't think we've got a better right back. And it's a, I don't know if it's a Bournemouth fan thing or whether it's all fans. I don't really pay enough attention to know. But we seem to have this thing about players that are long standing. I've said this before. We, it's like, oh, we, I don't know if we, so some fans get bored of them or what it is, but. <laughs> Yeah, Andrew Sermon suffered with it, didn't he? And uh, Steve Cook, Francis, Frano in particular, you know, Dan Gosling, people like that. It's just mm. like we just get bored. We get bored of them, and you yeah. think sometimes they play a game. You think if that was a debutant, we'd all be saying, "God, yeah. did you see when he did that header? Yeah. Did you see when he did that clearance?" Yeah. You know. So Vinia, let, let's be honest, Vinia scored, and he yeah. did two or three well, yeah. great, great runs, but. Yeah. You know, he didn't do anything else in the entire game, but, but because he was a debutant, everyone's going yeah. mad about it. And it's yeah. great, and let's hope it carries on. Yeah. But you think, you know, we've, we've all seen, you know, Charlie Daniels and people like that do that week consistently, week in, week out, yeah. and then started moaning about yeah, them after yeah. a while. So Yeah, Smith, Smith yeah. comes on in the game and, and does do anything majorly of note, but comes on really solid, does everything fine. And I just say, if that was a new player that come on yeah. at right back, everyone would be going, oh, how good was he when he come on? And, he, just, and, and it was his vision that created it was. the third goal. Yeah, yeah the last goal. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, you became on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I, um, what, what was, I, I can't really recall what the reception was like. Were there booze from Bournemouth Flock? There remember. was a few little a few. pantomime, yeah. but it wasn't. Fun. It wasn't, mate. It wasn't Fraser esque. No, and no. I think we actually he would have got. Well, there was talk that he would have got just as much money, if not more, if if we had come to us. We yeah. offered him ridiculous wages, but he wanted to go to the bigger clubs. He must have a good minutes to goals ratio. I suppose, must so do far. actually. Yeah, because yeah. he scored two. What? Not not played probably ninety minutes in total yet. No, he's, oh, no, he's he barely hasn't. played. No, yeah. That was one of the longest he'd come. What time? What minute did he come on? Fifty eight. Yeah, fifty eight. Yeah. yeah, he normally he's got like ten minutes at most, yeah. doesn't he? So, yeah, and and I, I was still a bit. I was a bit wary when he came on because we all know that he's he's just one of them players that you might not see him for a while, but he's just got yeah. something mm, and he can no. just turn a game. And um, I think that's and he why is a finisher. Yeah, he's yeah, a finisher. He and a finisher. I think that's why Tottenham fans are calling for him just to be chucked on. Yeah. Um, so it made sense that he come on. To be fair, so Spurs were piling on the pressure. We did we we did make a substitution for Jaden Anthony coming on for Ryan Christie. Yeah, uh, and then we made a couple of substitutions a bit later on, which you, you felt. Well, maybe a little bit negative, and obviously the narrative would be different if the result was different. Well, that's 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 the that's I'm going to go Scott Parker. That's the fine margins of football, mate. <laughs> because, and, but at the end of the day, if them's we, the fine margins. At, at the end of the day, if we he brings on Celesti for Billet, which no one spoke about because we won the game, so rightly so. But obviously they get a goal after that. If we don't score, that all Richarlison that will come on to misses a really big chance. If they end up taking them chances and we don't score our last one, everyone, mm. everyone is saying. Gary Neal's done it again. He's yeah, bought on yes. a defender for an attacking midfielder and we've thrown it away. So should we not just judge on the results then? Well, that's what you've got to do, isn't it? Yeah, you have to. I think, to, if you're going to be fair to him, they finished with Richarlison, yes. Danjuma, Kane, Son and Perisic as a front five. Yeah. I mean, that has to be one of the most fearsome front fives we've ever faced <laughs> yeah. in our 120-year history. Was Kudasevsky still up as well? 
He could well have been. So, so, yeah, so I think any manager worth their salt would have thought I've got to put defenders against these people Mm. because otherwise, yeah. But like you say, it's these things become, and it was fine margins right at the end. But I, I didn't. I didn't blame when I saw them keep bringing those level of yeah. attackers on. I thought he's got to bring people on that can mark. Yeah, yeah. So, and so I think it's I, right. I think it's a difference as well. I think we know Celesi hasn't done anything. He's he had a slight injury last game, mm. so he stuck with you know because Mepham came in and done well. But Celesi hasn't really. He's been good lately. Mm. So also you bring on Celesi, and I trust Celesi. So yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. So it was absolutely yeah. fine. But um, it's just funny in the other the narrative. Just like if. Obviously, in the last time I went to North London, mm. if Reese Nelson blazed that over the bar, there's not as much about us going deep, and it's yeah. it. That's that's what it is. But we, I think Gary said it after the game. You can't keep throwing it away. You yeah. know, we deserved the break, and Gary deserved it as much as as much as the players, and, and we did. And we definitely deserved one of them, mate. They did score, yeah, but it went to VAR. That was the one that Richardson oh, kind of looped over the disallowed one. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Was that because of an offside in the first? Dan Juma. Yeah. Dan Juma was offside yes. at the in the build up to the so, goal. So okay. villain then then hero because yeah. then he does score and a lot of people are still debating this one. What, what do you think? I mean, oh, what if it was I, offside? I'm not oh, sure I, I understand offside anymore. No, I don't understand offside. I always go with the camp of if it was against us, would I be annoyed? And I would have been annoyed had if, we had, had that been smashed by Tavernier and yeah. it had been disallowed because Solanke yeah. just stood where Kane was. Mm. So you've got to be fair. Having knocked the ref before, I think you got you got to be fair, and I would have been annoyed had that yeah. goal not stood for us. Mm. Yeah, so. like Warren Cummings said that there was no chance of the keeper probably getting there anyway, so it didn't. Really he hit it like it. a bullet. So if yeah. you're in the ground, you don't see it on the telly, but in the ground, he smashed Bang, that. Yeah, mm. yeah, and it took a little rick. So does the touch off Jack Stevens mean anything? I don't think it does because I think it's just when he hits the ball. But and I think it was just all down to whether they thought Kane was interfering. I think. <laughs> yeah. And and and, and Lars Neil said, I think. Yes, yeah, one of them you think on another day that would probably be offside because we don't know what the bloody rules are these days. They seem to make it up as they go along. But would if you get Kane and just chuck him away and he's not there, does he save it? No. He doesn't save it anyway. In my opinion, I don't think that who saves it. No. If Kane's there or not. So it still would have been a goal. So as Neil said, I'd have been annoyed. I mean, maybe if we draw that game 2 2, I'm yeah. saying that should be disallowed. But <laughs> that's what I'm going to say for now, mate. I was, uh, mm. I'm more than happy for that to be counted. How did you feel after that? Oh, I mean. It, well, you've got to take it in the context of the whole game, haven't you? So, because it's really important to, when we get around to talking about the euphoria at the end, we the euphoria came because of that moment because we were hanging on and hanging on, and then we were all absolutely flattened because yeah, yeah. we the team deserved it. They, yes. they, they hundred percent deserved it because it was wasn't like some of these games where we got and had twenty percent possession and broke away twice. A bit more like the Arsenal one, where it, I felt yeah. it was coming and, and it was they, coming. they were always we only had we only had twenty percent possession against yeah. Arsenal, didn't we? We we had fifty five in the first, first half up, yeah. against Spurs. So I just think yeah, we we really earned it, and I felt so gutted for the players. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. It was it was finally one where I felt, oh, we really didn't. It wasn't like we've gone, oh, well, that was bloody coming, yeah. wasn't it? We couldn't hang on. It was, oh, I felt so bad for him because I thought, we've earned this today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was heartbreaking. And then I just thought, oh, my God, we've got a bit of time left. We've got to hang on for a draw now. Yeah. We're going to lose it. You know, North yeah. London, six minutes, oh, two yeah. all. <sighs> yeah, I thought we'd go, oh, we'd have taken a draw at that time. 100%. And that header, oh, yeah, 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 that header that came in from Richarlison. I, get me out I just wanted to get out of the point yeah that, and as that's that's what we say about that's why there was so much euphoria mate because all of us would have taken a point I think all the players would have taken a point Gary, I mean I think even Gary Neil briefly said in this thing he goes mm. and then you just think hang on for a point and yeah, yeah so I don't I, t- I thought to myself surely this can't happen again but it nearly did oh, with it Richarlison did. it did yeah. uh, I, I don't sa- know whether he saw it late or what well I was I was saying I, I, I didn't realise 
I remember them just missing a chance, but I didn't realise till watching it back, he should score, shouldn't he? Yeah. He should score. I was oh. right I was right in line with it and I was convinced it was flying in. And I think we were very, really fortunate it was Richarlison. Because mm. had that been Kane or Hoiberg or a centre back, yeah. that was nestling top corner and we were all moaning about bringing Sonetti on and going five at the back. So it's uh, another set piece, yeah. It was it was absolutely nail biting. But I I there's times when obviously like you say that could easily go in, but it was a game where I thought, no, we've earned that luck today. Do you know what I mean? I, I thought we've earned them to miss that chance. You know, there's been times where you think it's coming, but we, yeah, we we deserve that rubber to green. I felt at the time. Yeah, we did. We it really been did. Absolutely devastated for the players that they yeah. lost that one because they, they had. It wasn't like Arsenal where we had twenty odd percent possession. We had no, exactly. Fifty five percent possession first half. We really deserved not to come away from that game with zero points. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, so one, you know, one point's pretty good. Yeah, take it, get out. Yeah, three. I mean, you know what I, I said on either fan cams or said to you off air that that goal reminded me of two goals combined. Mm. Firstly, Nottingham Forest away, hoofed ball up the right-hand side, yeah. Dom Solanke chasing down a defender and mm. squaring it to someone. Jane and then yeah. the finish, Mark Pugh. Mark Pugh. I oh. mean, oh my God, absolute scenes. I've, no, yeah. I've never known any. I lost my head. And if, you've, if anyone's seen the vlog, I, I did this against Forest at home. I... <laughs> you look in celebrate pain. hard I look in pain you look in pain I, I think if I was tasered I would deal with it better. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely I think I would look more calm oh. but Neil I think uh, you were saying that Louis ended up five rows in front or behind no, I ended, up, I I ended up five rows in front of where I was supposed to be and I turned around and um, my lad was like randomly hugging <laughs> two complete strangers about, and, yeah. uh, and it, that, the, just the whole end went absolutely ballistic I can't remember a celebration like that for right. a, for a Bournemouth goal because it was it was because because we just had the equaliser against us so it wasn't like yeah. a nil nil where you grab a winner which is brilliant um, but because we'd had that roller coaster of yeah. we're winning we're drawing Richarlison nearly scoring and then that coming out of nowhere uh, just. Just that's why we go, isn't it? Yeah. It's um so many things combined, like playing Spurs, a uh, huge size, scoring yeah. in the in the last minute, have it being in a in a position of adversity where we're still tipped for relegation, yeah. probably. Yeah. Everything. And is... then that moment has just tipped the balance now, hasn't it? And yeah. I you're think... be, you're behind that goal, the away end, but yeah, everything was just was right. I just wish that Dan Go had ran the other way. What a poor. And he had done a better <laughs> knee slide, the worst knee slide I've ever seen. I know. Oh. I know he headed off towards us. Yeah. There's, there's a man scoring his first goal Definitely. and uh, not having planned in his head how he was going to celebrate and headed off towards the Spurs fans. That was a poor. Uh, that was a poor knee slide. Yeah, he could have come yeah, over. I did. Cool. I did notice there was, there was a few good celebrations. Lerma comes over and jumps the, over. The Lerma one is right. just is absolutely brilliant. And also, how quick must Kelly have been? Because the first person to hug oh, yeah. to hug him on the ground was Lloyd Kelly, and I was yeah. thinking, well. Lloyd Kelly must have been at centre back. Yeah, he's, so, quite, he's got some legs in him still. Yeah. So uh, how he how he got to him first, and then Lerma comes flying in like oh. he's going over the trenches. It's and then you see old, you see will... Jack Stevens leave him and just run up to us on his own, yeah, just yes. going like that. It was brilliant, but um, oh yeah, it was just unbelievable. I, I'm because I'm a dickhead. I I done the I'm watching Solanke plays it the Ratara. You didn't watch. And I just turned around and went like, please, 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 please. <laughs> like, I did watch it go in and just waited and then just saw everyone erupt. So what is your watch goals to goals oh, ratio this season? I don't see season. any goals, yeah. I'm a knobber. The person sits behind me in the um, in the North Stand that I've seen the ticket there for years. Every time we get a penalty, he goes, this is the only time I see you. Because I just turn around <laughs> and look at him because I can't watch. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. But, oh, it was amazing, mate. It was absolutely amazing. And like Neil said, I can't remember celebrating a goal like that. And it was just, yeah, it was crazy. 
The Mark Pugh thing was incredible as well because it was London. Yeah. yeah. It was sunny. Sunny day. And the fans were in the exact same posi- position yeah. as as in relation to the goal scorer as as he was. And uh, but and it was a goal that put us three two up, wasn't it? Yeah. And then we went four two and then oh, yeah. four three against West Ham. Yeah. Fair play to Watara though, because he's not a man that you would associate with the word composure, is he so far? No. So he's had some really good opportunities yeah. and sort of thumped him into Rosette. But that was the finish of a man that had worked out what he was doing. Yeah. And he's left footed. He and yeah. he's le- he's pretty both footed, I yeah, think. Yeah, I would but have thought he, so. uh, he that was superb. Really well I I honestly don't think I mean I don't know, because there's obviously centre arse on the pitch, but I, I certainly wouldn't have picked him for I wanted it to come to. Do you know what I mean? No, I did not I want it. Like Phil or yeah, yeah, when I saw it a bit dung, I thought, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's just going to smash this or something. I mean, yeah, yeah. really good composure just to, to cut back in. But um, yeah. oh, it was just, yeah, it's I've watched that goal too many yeah. times, honestly. I've seen, I've I want to watch it again now. Can we wrap this up? Yeah, like I said, I've seen all the different comments. I've listened to all the different commentaries. Yeah. Um, Gary Taphouse on the world feed seems particularly animated as well because he does most of the Bournemouth commentaries. He lives in Bournemouth. Yes. So right. I think for him, yeah. we've had him on before on, mm. um, on one of our chats and um, I think for him, he loves travelling to the Vitality because it means he can get home to Red Hill in like literally 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so I think he wants us in the Premier League. So he sounded particularly excited yeah. as well. Chris Temple oh, sounded yeah. excited. Listened back to the Sony commentary, didn't realise it went to VAR. Oh, I yeah. I never the time inside the stadium. But... So like he's nudge, that there's a vibe, yeah. Was that what it was? The yes. nudge? Oh, I didn't know. It went I, yeah. No, yeah. Bloody get, I'm so glad I didn't know. I'm well, so glad I didn't right. know. I don't that think it showed they it on put it on TV. the screen. No, it no, didn't, it no didn't right. show, But I think it was possibly just a normal VAR check. But he got notification that there's a VAR check. Yeah, um, Temple did. Which yeah. kind of yeah, they were still on the floor like when it was given. Yeah, because he yeah. he goes, oh, it's it's fine, it's fine. I think they just quickly checked to see that Dom didn't yeah. push him in the back or something. Yeah. But he didn't. Well, they've had a, they've had a radar signal that it was a game that Harry Kane was involved in, wasn't True, they? Of course, yeah. 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 They thought, right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be heading to the ref, so we need to get this sorted before he gets there. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, I'd, imagine if that had gone. We'd all waited. At least we didn't have that. But, imagine um, if that had been disallowed. Oh, yeah. don't. Oh, I would have gone and get me relegated if that had gone yeah. this time. <laughs> and, and what's quite nice about scoring late like that is you almost have two celebrations when it's full time as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You never stand the corner, yeah. yeah. Shirt off at full time. Yeah, I did lose that. Yeah, I, lost, I don't know why I did that, but I did it. Um, I was finding like glasses on the floor in front of me. I was finding stuff like strewn yeah. everywhere, but fans were absolutely delighted. And uh, it was quite nice where I was because. I could see the fans leaning over the tier just above us, and mm. there was a Spurs fan, absolutely giving it to giving ball, it, yeah. at two all, yeah. which kind of shows you how how far they've dropped when they're lording yeah, it up yeah. over us after a two all against Bournemouth when they still could have won it. But um, it was nice place. to give a bit back. But obviously he'd he'd, uh, he'd gone, he'd gone back to his seat. So. Yeah, he'd gone. Oh, they are in a they are in a pretty bad place, and um, credit to us for just taking a bit like the Leicester game. Not in a good spot at the moment, are they, Tottenham? Obviously, other end of the table. Not in a, but they're not. It's not a feel good around no. the place. So that's when you go and go. Look, they're they're not in a good place here. Let's go. Let's go and take advantage of that. And we did. It's yeah. interesting though, because they are and they're not. I know we're not here to talk about Spurs, but they're only. I know they're in a top only a few points off Champions League. They're having a way better season than Chelsea and Liverpool, who are two yardstick clubs for them. So you know the, the way they were talking at the train station, it was like they were like they were tenth or something. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes back, doesn't it? Because they all love Poch. And I think they've gone, OK, oh, we understand it because we're going Mourinho. Now we're going Conte because we're suddenly going to win something. And because yeah. they haven't, they're going, we might as well have bloody kept Poch then. Because yeah. Yeah. they haven't really evolved. Yeah, no, no. So, and their football was awful. It is bad. Letting Bournemouth have all the ball against you at home when you're Spurs. Yeah, that's... Don't get that. I mean, there's something wrong then if they're going for all these managers and they're not getting a chin yeah. out of them yeah. through the, with the players. Right. I don't know. There's something. Who was your, who was your man of the match? I mean, you've got to give it to Dom, I think, because of two assists and a goal. Mm. Uh, I thought he was brilliant. 
definitely got a shout out like we briefly did Rothwell. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I think I, I think I probably would go Dom. Like I said, I think everyone was good. I mean, we're not gonna because we're obviously talking about goals and stuff. But we defended pretty well on the whole. Yeah. Netta was fine. Thought everyone was good. But yeah, well, look, I uh, yeah. I mean, Dom for me and um, Rothwell second. So yeah. I completely agree. I think another shout out for Kelly because yeah, oh, Kelly's a great. I shout thought out, he Kelly. was outstanding. Wasn't his defending super. His defending was excellent. Held off. Yeah. You know, I think he just ushered it out of play. But yes. it was going so slow the ball, but he just managed to use his body. And thought he was, well, he was there because he's another player that the fans are giving stick to. Yes. That shouldn't have had it, and he was. He was excellent. If you ever want to talk about kind of confidence with footballers, you know, when he was getting that stick and he just come back into the team, he looked, he just didn't look yeah. right. And now he's like kind of the shackles. He's take, maybe it's a really wise decision, I don't know, but obviously we gave the captaincy to Neto, kind of take that responsibility off him, take him out of the team a little bit, bring him back in at left back, we start getting a few good wins. And now he just looks like he's back. Yeah. And he's back to what, because we all know there's a player there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, that was a good shout. He was exceptional. Yeah. yeah he was, he was, he was the who scored man of the match as well with 8.6. So yeah, brilliant. Enjoyed that. And then, so I suppose from that, like, wider conversations are starting to happen now. Like, people saying, you know, nah, should nah, you... Nah, nah. Well, exactly. Like, should we be apologising to Gary O'Neill for the stuff that's been said? <sighs> and, you know, we will write all along. A lot of people love to say, I told you so. They do. They love to say it. Rather than enjoy the moment, yeah. they would rather say that before enjoying the moment. Uh, <laughs> go on now. So my view is, I never really thought that this team was that bad. If you actually look at us pound for pound, you know we've got a more expensive squad than Brighton and Brentford. Um, we've got, unlike Forest, who've had to sort of assemble a gang of mercenaries at, at short notice. You know, we've got a significant amount of players that have played well in the Premier League for us. All right, they got relegated, but you know, the, in seasons prior to that, they played well. We've got people like Jack Stevens who played well in the Premier League for other clubs. So. Did I think we were going to be mid-table? No, but I, don't, I didn't really think we were ever going to go down. So, so I think what you know, unless Gary O'Neill is a miracle worker, which I don't think any of us agree that he is, we are now seeing what we all knew that this side could have yeah. if they were allowed to attack and they weren't just sat back like Scott Parker had them sitting back and like Gary O'Neill did for his first yeah. sort of like fifteen odd games. So, to me, oh, anyone really an apology? But what you can say is he's now performing the way the team should perform so yeah. credit to him for that yep. but I don't, think, I don't think we need to apologise to him personally yeah I, th yeah I think and credit credit to him for for not being too stubborn to not change a little bit because I think he has like you say I think he has let the shackles off a little bit um, which has definitely helped because at the end of the day when when we were doing this we were all going why are we just sat so deep we've got the players and it feels like now we're kind of going you know what Let's let. it almost felt like that that Fulham game where we were awful in the first half and then second half, we just kind of went for them. It almost yeah. felt like that was a little bit of a moment where yeah. we thought, oh, hang on a minute. And now Tav's back and Dom's back and we can just take games teams. We've Because like Neil said, we've got a bloody good squad. Mm. Um, I think I said it off air. There's, there's people that struggle to make our bench that would start for a lot of teams in relegation scraps. Mm. T teams in relegation scraps would would love, like a, if they played a certain system, love a key for more to bring yeah, yeah. on. We don't even bring him on because no. we don't need to. Um, we've, got, we've got a really good squad. And I think this, this kind of narrative with a lot of pundits and a media that clearly don't do their research or watch Bournemouth they only watch them when we beat a big side like a Liverpool or Tottenham and you know say we've been positive front foot all season obviously don't watch us because they talk about us like we're some sort of charity case and it's an absolute miracle it's a miracle because they've got such a small stadium yeah. it's a miracle yeah. for Bournemouth to stay up we're not what we used to be we have got I think we spent the third most in January but we're definitely top five in January so we're not little old, we are little old Bournemouth, but we have got a squad of players that I think, what, we're 14th now? Yeah. yeah. I think that's about right. 
Oh, I think that's about right. I think for our squad, I think four teams about right. And we're littered with that. We're littered with internationals. If yeah. You think about the last time we came up, we had Mark Boric. I can't remember yeah. who, who else was a True. was a full international. And uh, you know now we've got players like Lewis Cook on the bench, international. Watara came on and scored international. You know, and so I just I don't get it. I just don't. I don't get why there was such a feeling that we were. You know, it's a miracle that we're in this league. Yeah. I think it's. I think we are now seeing our our current. I think our rightful position is somewhere between mid table and bottom. Yeah. Bottom. I totally agree. You, so. could, you think about back to January when everyone was talking. I know he's had his injuries, by the way, and he would end up being a good player, I'm sure. But everyone was talking about how how Bournemouth got Sabani. Like he's this really highly yeah, rated yeah. player who's had so many caps for Ukraine at such a young age. You'd probably argue now he's our fifth choice centre half. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's. Yeah. He, he can't get in the team. Yeah. He's got no chance to get in the team. It doesn't matter if he's fit or not. He can't get in over the, the other players. We've got some some really, really good players. So, yes, credit to, to Gary for, I think, tweaking a few bits, changing a little bit, get, letting them play a little bit more. Um, you could see, you've only got to look at what a player like Phil Billing and just see that he's let him off. The amount of times he was so deep in yeah. games. Yeah. And now he's up there with Dom supporting him. And, <clears> yeah, really good. And I do think that, obviously, getting some... I think Tavernier's been massive getting him back. Yeah, we huge. bloody missed him when he was out. So, yeah, it's... um Yeah, I don't think... I'm exactly saying there. I don't think it's a, a sorry. I think we're doing what I I think this group should mm. be able to do now. Mm. So, and it's, it's really good to see. I'm just glad we're doing it in time. We, we haven't left ourselves too late. We asked a few questions on Twitter what's the reason for our turnaround a lot of people referring to the players coming back for injury is Gary O'Neill coming of age also thoughts on the media purring over AFC Bournemouth and also what should the points target be in terms of the media purring over us yeah, you, you mentioned last week about Stephen Warnock and okay. um, even Sam Matterface on Talk Sports yeah. said it now Danny uh, Murphy's done it Danny Murphy saw Gary Neville do it Gary Neville on his podcast and also uh, we got a good I mean it was from Jermaine Jennings on Match of the Day I thought it was a good sort of analysis of, of where we were at within that game but uh, to sort of some, some people are suggesting Gary Neville should be up for manager of the season and stuff, well that's what think, a bit premature well that's what Gary Neville said in his, his podcast he said if he keeps this is what I go back to is this thing of because it's Bournemouth mm. if he keeps Bournemouth up he should be manager of the season because it's Bournemouth why we we spent loads of money in January. Got and really he's an underdog manager as well. Yeah, and, and, and I know, and these type of people, no disrespect, people like Gary Ever and stuff. They're they're a similar age, and they've all probably done coaching badges with him and stuff, and they're probably really pleased to see him do well, which is which is great. And obviously, he worked with Liverpool for a bit, didn't he? So there's the Carragher thing. But I think it's more. I wish we just got credit on them performances. It's what annoys me. I think is these are the people that don't do the research, and then I think Alex Crook's done a few things on Talksport, and it's that kind of disrespect to fans like ourselves that go every week. And they say, are oh, fans that were disappointed and giving Gary no sticks should give their heads a wobble. Yeah, that's the, that's yeah. the phrase. Isn't because it? we've done, no, we're on good form and we're doing really well and it's really good. But you, have you seen the run after the World Cup yeah, break? Yeah. It's mental to yeah. think everyone would be happy. It's probably one of the worst runs you've ever seen. It was awful. We yeah. couldn't even, we didn't score a goal in and about. We were playing some sides which at the time, I mean, Chelsea are trash. That's what I mean, yeah. And we just, and we just bent know, over. Palace at home. Palace at the oh. time, this was obviously pre Hodgson. I mean, Palace at home was just woeful. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, people can only react to what they see at the time yeah. in front of them. Yeah. And you know it's really, it, yeah, it's very easy with hindsight to 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 you know to look back and say what you know what some of these people are saying. But we sat through the stadium through yeah. endless games where we made the wrong substitutions, we had the wrong formations. That's what Gary O'Neill was being judged on at the time because we could all see that the players were as good as we're now seeing. Yes, yeah, yeah. same group of players. So yeah, perhaps it's just finally clicking. Perhaps it's yeah. just yeah, finally yeah, clicking. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and for him, to be fair to him, yeah. the lad the lad had managed as many Premier League games as we had. Yeah. When it, when yeah, he started, yeah. so and he is learning all the time. It seems like the, the squad United and there I, don't seem yeah. to be any. Yeah, they I seem to like him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think from 
day one of Gary coming in, I've never felt that the players aren't playing for him, any no, of that. No, I've always no, felt always, there's a togetherness. Yeah. I've always felt he's got that. He seems to get that, and that seems to be going really well. But as Neil said, he's, he is learning on the job. It was never his fault. That he, got, he can't yeah. turn it down. Mm. You know, he must have been, he couldn't believe it when he got the job. And I mean, fair, fair play to him for, you know, for, for taking it. But he shouldn't, for him to get a Premier League job, you, you knew he was going to be learning. He had to learn on the job. Yeah. And fortunately, he looks like he's, he's doing it. And, and credit to him for that. But there was a spell where it just wasn't right. And it seems to be... And it'll be, it will be far more unusual if he works out than if he doesn't. So, yeah. so if you think about it, uh, the, the guy I always think of is Gary Monk. So if you think yeah. Gary Monk had that season where he took over, kept Swansea up, yeah, right. and then the following year they were just they, they were poor because he couldn't move on and adapt. Yeah, yeah. There's a, the game's littered with caretakers that have done well, been given the, yeah. given the job given and the haven't gig, got yeah. it. So if he does triumph next, you know, keeps a job, because uh, I'm not even convinced if we stay up whether he'll keep the job. Well, that's the question I was going to ask next because for me that performance has put some credit in the bank, so to speak. I think yeah. I said previously that players um, don't seem to get that much because there are always alternatives. You can play another player, whereas you can't just yeah, yeah. have another manager for a game. So I think you know Eddie Howe obviously built up credit in the bank. Where so when he did lose four in a row, we thought, well, it's Eddie. Like we know yeah, he'll yeah, come yeah. good. And, we know he's a good coach. Yeah, right? Hopefully, more showings like that will help to prove a, a large chunk of fans wrong. But I'm starting to wonder now, like maybe he will keep his job because I thought I was in the same camp as you. Like if we just got if, over if the just, line, if we just yeah. got over the line properly, because at the end of the day, eighteen month contract, he'd have a year left. He's a a fairly cheap, cheap disposal, really. Yeah. Cheap disposal. He, and there must have been a reason why they gave him an eighteen-month contract. Mm, as well. Yeah, but you know, mm. I'm starting to think maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll go for it, and then it maybe like in their heads they'll have a target. Like by Christmas, we want to have a certain amount of points, and if not, they've only got to pay him off for six months. I'm, I'm sorry for having these these like very negative, negative conversations after the after, Spurs win. Yeah. yeah, Spurs win. But I'm just, I'm just trying to think <laughs> ahead here of um, of what they may be thinking. I mean, you know, do you think? If we keep on putting in performances like that, he's he's earned his right to keep his job. That sounds mad me saying that, but that's the conversations we're having. Yeah, so I would say if he if we carry on with the way that we're playing and we nail another four wins out of seven towards the end of the season, why wouldn't you let yeah. him start next season? Because it's obviously clicking. Let's because it, because yeah. it's working, and presumably we'll have more players. So clearly, you know, we're going to have to go out and get two fullbacks, and there's a yeah. number number of positions. So that'll only strengthen the side. Um, and so yeah, so you know, why wouldn't you? But, you just got to go off. Yeah, exactly. And we'll see. But the only reason these questions we're asking these questions is is because, like you say, he got such they got that contract eighteen months. You know, they they obviously have got that in the back of their head. They must yeah. do because otherwise you give them a longer contract. Yeah. So they're obviously thinking, or oh, maybe we'll look again at the end of the season, regardless of where we are, and we'll have a little look. But if the trajectory is uh, trajectory, sorry, is is going up like it is, and we and the end of the season we end up like Neil said, four or five more wins, yeah. then you just stick with that, don't you? Yeah. And you keep riding it. And we're not being negative by having these conversations, but for the last two months our only consistency has been our inconsistency yeah, and it, it, it's the first time I got back it, it back seems like we've turned a corner so AFCBZ on Twitter Z I'm turning all American or Bill Foley AFCBZ <laughs> on Twitter Gary finally has had a fully fit squad at his disposal or at his disposal and is clearly developing into a better manager game by game he's learning from his previous blunders Gary three months ago bottles that Spurs game now he wins it would love to see him stay next season 40 points is what I want and a lot of people we also ask the question how many points now do you want? I mean I want so, so, I mean obviously you want as many we can get but yeah, 40 needs would you be alright with that? 
Uh, yeah, because yeah, I keep you up. I think we'll get 42 because I think we'll win three out of West. So if you look at the fixtures we've got coming up, you've got West Ham, Southampton, Leeds, that pivotal week, you've got Palace. Chelsea. Uh, you've got Chelsea at home. And United and Everton. United who are, you know, can hit and miss at home and yep. Everton away. So I think there's three wins there. Mm. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Um, uh, and so, uh, you know, that's 42 points. Mm. Layla said, I think the mentality of not only the players, but the coaching staff and the manager, but also the fans have changed and it's pouring onto the pitch. There's a real belief in togetherness now that we can stay up and actually go for teams and prove every single person who doubted us wrong. Aaron Kay, hi Aaron. He said, Joe Rothwell for me, it's been a huge influence. And I'll pose this next question to you. It allows Billing to play number 10 role. Mm. Plus he has drive and the ability to pass incisively and relentless energy, which is what you said yeah. earlier. It begs the question, where Triore fits into this. That's true. Well, I think it's just, it's, just it's another talented, good young footballer that's that's part of the squad, really. I mean, there's he. I know he's played kind of in that 10 role, but he's also played a lot off the left and the, in his mm-hmm. in previous, and even a bit deeper. I think he's one of them players that, that is versatile. But it's it's like everything. I, I think I said it on last week's show. I thought, well, where, after the January, I thought, well, Christie's done. And then he's proved, and now he's gone. I've got He's got the shirt for a game and he yeah. won't let it go. Yeah, yeah. So um, Trey always obviously had his, his, his uh, kind of niggles and stuff since yeah. he's come in. Because there was one game, I can't remember, it might have been Brighton, where away, where I thought, God, he's a player. I thought he's... And then there was a few games I thought, oh, he doesn't look right. So I think he's just getting... I mean, I didn't I didn't think Vigna. I thought, well, we're never going to see Vigna. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's yeah. all going to... It wouldn't shock and me... And we might Tra- not see him again. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't shock me if Traore comes in for a game and is brilliant and we think, oh, he's got a start. I think he's yeah. going to be part of a part of a squad where he can fill in a lot of them kind of front four positions. So And that's what you've got to have. You've got to have a bit of depth. If we, if we go... If we get, if we revert to four at the back in the next mm. game, who's our back four? Yeah, difficult, isn't it? I think Vinya comes out next game. I honestly do. Do you reckon? Yeah, because I think he done it for this game. He obviously took it. It's easy to Harsh leave man. someone out when they've just got a little knock as well. He had to come off. Yeah, we want to see more of him to see whether. Yeah, he's I, I mean, you want you want him in. If he attacks like that, then you want him in dovetailing with someone in front of him. Yeah. yeah. And I would play uh, Kelly and Stevens probably. Okay. On, on current form, which would be harsh on Mepham, but uh, yeah. but if that was if my first choice back four, if Vinia is fit, it would be good to see him play again. So I'd have Vinia, Kelly, Stevens, and Smith. Smith. Yeah, Meps feels like such an unlucky club footballer. Yeah, right. he, because he does nothing wrong. Comes in, never yeah. lets you down, and then comes out because yeah. of. And then that's Stevens only come in because Meppham got a knock once, and then yeah, Steve, yeah. Stevens and let, like I said about Christie, Stevens then never let the shirt go. Yeah. I never thought we'd see Jack Stevens. No. So uh, you know, no, it took us a long time to see him. Didn't it? Yeah, it did. So in fact, yeah. that's like the story of this season. It's a long time to see people, isn't it? Yeah. And then we got to try and make a judgment on him because I, I was. I wasn't at Brighton. I I can't remember seeing Chari play well. Uh, Brighton away, I just he felt yeah. Away. He was. Uh, he was good. He Did he create the chance for Lerma that he should have scored? And one, that yeah. one first Semenyo burst through, and he, he was kind of driving from yeah. the midfield, and uh, he just looked like he had something. Yeah, just seems to get knocked off the ball really easily mm. for me. Yeah, but. probably looks a little bit like. But again, the, all these discussions that Ravel is because Gary O'Neill's got all these problems because he's got so much to pick from. Mm. Yeah. Got a great squad. Yes. Got a great squad. Yes. Uh, James said, "I don't think it's a coincidence that our form has changed around since Neto has become our club captain. Uh-huh. Since Brighton away, and in most of those games, we look more organised." and composed than when we did when Kelly was captain I think the leadership and experience shows I think he's helped yeah then it probably helps Kelly play his game because there's a, there's often a view in football isn't it that some players find it hard to play well and be a captain and mm. if you then have a bad game it, you, it weighs doubly heavy on you uh, and other people are born to be a captain Lloyd Kelly doesn't strike me as a born captain no, in the way of a Tommy Elphick or 
Steve Cook or players like that. I think he's an excellent defender. I don't know if he's a born captain. So it might have helped him play himself back into form as well, not having the responsibility. Yeah, definitely. And I think there was a... I think it was uh, last season when he was captain, but a lot of the time he was playing next to Gary Cahill. And, they, you know, you've got someone like him next year. I think that, that would have helped him as well. Yeah. But, yeah, it's probably... Take, I think there's a, it's probably a good comparison with kind of how well Arsenal are doing and how good Xhaka is since his, yeah, the armband's yeah, gone sure. off him. It sometimes yeah. does help. But equally, I think Neto, with the languages, I've seen a lot about him speaking a lot of languages and we brought in a lot of players with different languages in January. I think that helps. And yeah. I think he's oh, he's been a Barcelona, yeah. he's Brazilian goalkeeper. I mean, he's, he's obviously got experience. So I think just having him, nothing really against Travers, to be honest. I think yeah. just having that experience in there, regardless of whether he's got the armband or not, I think his experience has, has helped, definitely. Do you know what I love about Neto? How happy he always is to see us. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I agree with It's that. only a little thing, and he's not cool at all like some footballers. He, he literally runs over, and then when he spots us, he does a really big, excited <laughs> wave, with, wave with both of his hands. My missus loves it. She goes, yeah. oh, there, he's, he's so happy to see us. He's so happy to see us. Well, we, we just won 3-2. Uh, so, obviously, we've still conceded two goals, by the way. We've got, we've got three goals. We've got three different goal scorers. Matara scored last minute. They come over. And one of the first things when all the players come over at the end was Neto. Neto because he's kind of got that already, hasn't he? That little, got that report, he's yeah. got that fan's favourite kind of thing straight away. Because yeah. um, he didn't really do that much. No, he didn't really have anything really to do. He had one do. save from He tipped Som. one over the... Yeah. yeah. But um, he didn't... There was no other saves true, that a League One keeper wouldn't have made. No. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he then, probably and a league one keeper probably would have saved the something. Yeah, so, yeah. but but the fact that we yeah we built this thing up with him, it's the wave. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the wave. Love that. Um, Stephen Hill suggested uh, that you, you know you're right early when you said it is fine margins, and with ten minutes left, we bought Snessy for Billing. It could have been a different conversation. Good uh, also, James said Gary O'Neill shut a lot of people up. There were no obvious other candidates than him. The players are giving it their all for him. More than could be said in Eddie's six uh, last six months when the tools got downed. Oof, a bit harsh. He hadn't um, shut me up. We've been on for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, this is one I was going to post you last week, actually. Um, probably it's more pertinent last week when uh, Dom didn't score, but I still have the question. Should we swap Dom and Phil over and see how that works? I think Dom could definitely do the... Because, I mean, like Dom plays that role almost. I think Dom could definitely do the Billing role, actually, if we had a proper... I don't think Billing could do the Dom role. No. Billing's no. not a striker. He's, he's, he's very good at popping up in them areas, isn't he? But... And also, Billing has publicly said that he doesn't really want to head the ball much. <laughs> yes, not ideal. Um, I, I certainly think if you've got a... There's, Dom has to play, in my opinion. He's that good. Yeah. Um, but if you've got a, a striker that... Say say when he was injured, when Semenyo come in, he scored five in three games or something. I think Dom could play off him. Yeah. And I remember there was a little spell when Eddie first brought him in where he was trying to play him off Callum for a bit and off Josh King. Because I think Dom has got that work rate to be able to play in maybe a 10 role. But I can't believe Billy said that thing. For one reason only. In that it always gives me great joy when you see a manager who's clearly not done his homework stick his best header of a ball on Billing at a set piece yeah, yeah. so sometimes you'll see them think Christ look at that bloke he's six foot six they go get their six foot four centre half yeah. stick him on and that's what creates a space sometimes for other people to have a chance because yeah. you might as well stick someone five foot six on yeah. Phil Billing yeah. for the for his love of attacking <laughs> a ball in the air but um, but yeah so I was, I, was, I was surprised when he said that so I've got a question for you guys is that our best ever what away day away day oh god Premier League, it probably is because I think it's, it's, it's just the experience. Yeah, it's always difficult because of the um, 
the larger kind of like Charlton, yeah. right? Because we got promoted to the Premier, we won the cha- uh, we were the champions and all that stuff. I think Premier League. I'm thinking it's got, it could be. I, I the Glen Murray one was was brilliant, yeah. one nil. But we looked, didn't we? And it, it's nowhere near as late as I thought. It was like 82 minutes or something, yeah, and it's nil nil. So it just felt. I think it's more. It's at that time yeah. we were like first yeah. season of the Premier League. But I think for actual kind of them that moment of the goal going in, I don't think I've felt more, in a way no. more than the four three at West Ham. Yeah, it wasn't last minute though. Yeah, we were four two up, and yeah. they scored last so minute. It was yeah. a combination of factors for me: the size of the crowd, the yeah. nature of the opposition, the fact that we were about to Throw potentially be relegated, the fact that we nearly threw it away, yeah, yeah. and uh, and the fact that it was a ninety fifth or ninety sixth minute. This and also, it being Dongo as well, also yeah, his first there. goal. I don't, I don't yeah. know why, you know. Well, it will, it will always be. Everyone will always remember his first goal yeah, for Bournemouth. Yeah. However, if, if it, whether he's brilliant for us or a flop, you know, yeah. it's just um, a knee slide. Just needs to work on the knee slides. That's something. That he, yeah, that that was a letdown, wasn't it? But no, the only other game I remember where it was almost like the goal happened, then the final whistle was Steve Cook at Newcastle. Oh yeah, which One was nil. another limbs yeah, limbs yeah, moment. Was, but again, yeah. there weren't many of us there, yeah. and it was it. it, it and they were crap. They were the crap, time. Yeah. and it didn't have quite the same same impact. But yeah, it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think it, it could, it's got to be. Yeah, it's, it could well be. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, next three games then, oh. nine points. <laughs> what are we thinking? Be about Chelsea within three games. <laughs> well, um, I, I, did uh, you say we're as close to Chelsea as we are to relegation? Yeah, nine points. Uh, six points. Sorry. Um, what, what am I thinking? I, I think I think West Ham will be tough. I think what will be interesting is West Ham have got a big game on the Thursday. Yeah. Um, against I think that'll be tough. That I think we do this all the time. That we go, well, we just we beat Liverpool, beat so we'll beat no. West Ham at home. I think it'll be a difficult game because it'll be a completely different game. Yeah. I ain't going to Southampton because we rarely ever do anything there. Yeah. Um, but I think if we obviously I want to win them, but I think if we avoid defeat in the next three, so worst case like three draws, I think because then none of them are gaining any ground with yeah, us. I think yeah. we've done it. That'll do. Um, yeah. So. I think, yeah, if we can go and... I, th- I mean, if we play like that, we'll, we'll beat West Ham. I don't think West Ham are any good, um, really. I mean, they've done... And it'll, yeah, it'll all depend because regardless of how they do on Thursday, that'll take a lot out of them. And because they drew the first leg, they've, they've got, got to go got as to strong go as it. they can. They've yeah. got to. They've got to go for it. But they're not as bad as... They're, they're one of those teams that are in a false position, I yeah, think. Yeah, they've got so. some good players still. They've got some good players. And I think, have they only lost one in eight? Yeah, they've got a decent little... Did I see that recently? Well, yeah, because so, the form, you were surprised at how, how good it was. Yeah. was probably in high I, I think I, th- I thought I heard they lost one in eight. So I think yeah. Southampton and uh, Leeds offer better prospects. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, let's let's put them two down. Oh, no, sorry, Saints is away, isn't oh, it? Oh, let's put the Saints, we'll Leeds and Forest. Home. Please put them three down. Yeah. I'll be unbearable. You never know. Well, gents... We've gone over an hour. Wow. Well, that we? flew by. Um, we won a, a game, didn't we? <laughs> Tom, it's been a pleasure. It has been wonderful, Sam. Neil, okay. thank you so much. Really yeah, appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Brilliant to have you on. Uh, and thank you to the people that have donated as well um, via our Kofi link. We said on the vlog, and there's been some new monthlies coming through and just some one-offs as well. And that's honestly superb. We've got a link just below if you want to uh, contribute to the channel. We truly appreciate it because it costs a lot to run this channel. So, yeah, really appreciate your support. And um, me and Tom, we've got a couple of away day videos coming out this week where we oh, yeah. review Spurs, and the Leicester which, um, t- which is top notch, and also Leicester as well. Mm. So keep your eyes peeled for those, and then we're into preview stuff as we go towards West Ham <laughs> next Sunday. Looking forward to it, gents. I'll see you. Thank Up you. Cherries. Up cherries. See you in the next Cheerio. one.
Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.